0: Hi friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the U-Turn Podcast. This is your host, Ashley Stahl. I'm a counterterrorism professional turned career coach, Forbes blogger, speaker, and now author of my own career book that has just released for pre-order on Amazon. You can probably guess the name as it's also called U-turn spelled Y-O-U-T-U-R-N. This book is all about getting unstuck, discovering your direction, and designing your dream career. I created the U-turn podcast and wrote the U-turn book with this goal of helping you reconnect to who you truly are and upgrading your confidence in work and in love. So if you're looking to get even more clarity beyond the podcast and even the book on where you belong in the workforce, or you want to make a career pivot or just explore your purpose overall, we have a brand new free quiz to help you out with that. Just head on over to ashleystall.com if you want to take it, it's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-T-A-H-L.com for the free quiz. Also, I'm really excited to finally let you know that this episode has been brought to you by Organifi. I have fallen so in love with their smoothie protein, their chocolate, their vanilla, and also their green juice drink. I have both of these products every single day, and after years of declining and dodging sponsorship because I didn't want to feel sticky promoting something to you, I decided that their products were so good, so transformative for my health in my morning routine that I reached out to them and asked if they wanted to sponsor the U-Turn show. So if you are inspired to upgrade your health during these uncertain times and you want products to add into your routine throughout the day, I just can't recommend them enough. I was able to get you a discount code for 15% off when you check out. All you gotta do is head on over to Organifi.com backslash U-Turn. It's spelled Organifi O-R dot com backslash y-o-u-t-u-r-n. Make sure you enter the code U-turn at checkout on their website. And now let's dive in to
1: this week's episode. So often we want to put emotion in a box. I feel anxious because of this, or I feel angry because of this. And when we can release the, the addiction to doing that and we just let the body process without putting it in a box or labeling it, the process of healing the body becomes so much easier.
0: What's going on, U-Turn friends? I figured that I would bring you something really unexpected for the love category this week, and it is all about loving yourself. So I wanted to bring Sam Skelly onto the show because she is one of the most well people I know. It shows through her skins. It shines through her face, she is just radiating wellness. And not only is she the founder of Hungry for Happiness, but also the founder of Pause Breathwork. And she has been taking the world by storm with breathwork. And whenever I think about breathwork, I just think about like hyperventilating and it sounds like a buzzkill. And we all know that Sam probably has a really good approach to it to actually use it to heal ourselves and our wellness and love ourselves. So without further ado, I'd like to bring my friend, Sam Smelly, <clears throat> I mean, Skelly. <laughs> <onto> the- <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's up, you crazy animal? <laughs>
0: I'm just like, oh, we all have to hyperventilate, but then you're like
1: healing and transforming the masses through it. So I guess I want to know about it. You know, you know what my favorite moment in time is, is when you imitated doing breathwork. you, you pretended to be me that one time. <laughs> That's my favorite memory. That was what went through my head as you did that intro.
0: <laughs> I'm really glad you guys, she literally puts her hand over her heart. And so spiritual. And it's just like, in, she's drinking whatever the Kool-Aid is from the gods when she's in <laughs> <to do> it. <laughs> Oh, a uh, little context. Good. we lived in Bali together for an unusual amount of time and got an eye virus together. So we've been
1: through a few things. And then I, and then I came home and gave that eye virus to my new boyfriend. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God he didn't dump me. He's still around. He's still hanging in. I know he
0: likes your light. He's here in a little lighthouse. He can't help himself. I, eye being shut and swollen
1: and all. <laughs> that's so good. I was actually thinking this morning, man, both of our books are coming out soon. Yeah. When and is out, the Hungry for Happiness book. And can you talk a little bit about that before we get into all this breathwork jamming we're about to do? Yeah, yeah. So my first company is Hungry for Happiness. So helping women. Actually, we did an episode on on your show like about a year ago. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. people love
1: your episode. How to how to stop emotional eating, how to stop using food as a drug, um, the battle that we have with our bodies, and how to really begin to understand what we're actually hungry for. So that book, which I wrote with Ash in Bali, is coming out September 29th. So you can get so um, yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy that it's all here. That feels yeah. like yesterday when we were eye infected hanging out in Bali. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, it does. And I'm just thinking to myself, as you're talking about your Hungry for Happiness episode, I'm like, damn, maybe I need to listen to that because with this quarantine, I've literally just let go of myself.
1: <laughs> Yo, you're not the only one. It's a thing, yeah. it's happening.
0: Yeah, I believe it. Mm. I so believe it. Talk to me. I want to hear, like, who is the book for? Mm. And like, what, what can somebody expect to take out of it and kind of what got you from hungry for happiness into breath work?
1: Yeah. So I struggled with an eating disorder from 18 to 23, where I was, I was a fitness competitor. I was a dancer. So there was a lot of body image stuff going on. I had a lot of body pressure. So I started my first diet when I was 18 years old. It was the cabbage soup diet, which essentially you just eat like a crap load of cabbage soup and hope for the best. (laughs) and that sort of spun me into this four year cycle of using food as a drug being on a diet off a diet and just not knowing how to how to eat like a normal person i was so disconnected from my body i had like intense body image issues and every like every attempt to make was always externalizing an internal issue so pay attention to your food, have a food calendar or try this thing or do this thing or, and nothing was working and everything was making it worse.
0: Mm, Is there there like a normal for that, Sam? Because I feel like a lot of women are battling with their body and the way that they kind of handle it, not with, without disorder. Like what makes it a disorder? Because I know like there's, I feel like every woman I know wants to lose five pounds
1: and just be well. mm Mm-hmm. I always explain this as intention behind consumption or intention behind behavior. So my intention for restricting food, using food, exercising, always coming from a place of fear. Like I hate my body. I hate where I am and I need to just like get out of here. And so it was all very fear-based motivation. Now, I think... If people want to walk the planet on a lighter frame and you want to be in a body that feels more comfortable for you, I celebrate that. I'm not, I, I don't subscribe to like the, the body positivity, like you have to love your body no matter what size you're at. Like I'm not, I don't subscribe to that philosophy because I really do believe that if people know that they feel better in a lighter body, I think that's great, but we have to do it in the right way. Not through restriction, not through fear, not through shaming ourselves skinny or any of that. You know, crap that the diet industry is perpetuating on a daily basis. So, I really do believe that it's all about intention behind consumption, even with food, right? We can have, you can have a cheeseburger. And if you're into, I actually had one the other day, Ash, and thought of you. I can have a cheeseburger, and my intention is, I I just want to have this because it tastes good. It's, I'm not trying to numb an emotion. I'm not trying to, suppress anything or use food as a drug. I just want to enjoy a cheeseburger. But in my disorder eating brain, I would be using that cheeseburger to numb the anxiety that I didn't know how to deal with.
0: Wow. Okay. And what kind of got you from there to breath work? Because I know that when you started doing breath work, it was like rocking your world as a modality and not a lot of people talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm. So... I tried everything under the sun to heal myself from disordered eating and exercise addiction, et cetera, et cetera. And everything that I tried to do didn't work. You know, I tried like mindset work. I tried behavior change. I I tried all of these external things. And I actually went to Bali and decided I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Bali. It was after I read Eat, Pray, Love. Maybe there's something over there that I can try to heal myself on a deeper level or on a quote unquote spiritual level. I didn't know what this meant at the time, so I went to Bali and I was intending to go to a meditation class. Don't ask me why, because I actually hate meditation, and unless I do meditation after breathwork, it's just my brain's too busy for it. But I missed that meditation class, and then I went into this breathwork class. And at the time, the only two things that I could really feel in my body was anxiety and numbness like i when when people would would say listen to your intuition or or are are you really hungry like i didn't know the difference between an emotional hunger cue and a physical hunger cue i didn't know the that expansion and contraction feeling that our intuition has like i was so disconnected from that because i spent all of my time in my head and so i missed this meditation class and the next class on the bulletin board was a breathwork class and so I read that I'm like breath work. And the thought went through my mind of like, I've been doing this for 20 something years. Like what the heck is this? But I I went to the class anyway at yoga Barn. funny enough. And I lied down and started breathing in this way that they were instructing. And that this, the man came up to me and he said to me, he's like, you're going to feel things that you've never felt before in your body. You're going to feel what self-love feels like. You're going to feel your intuition. You're going to feel joy and I was thinking to myself, like, you have no idea what you're working with. Like, I I don't, I can't feel these things. Like, I feel so numb. But I was like, you know what? I'm here. I'm just going to surrender and, and do it. Within 15 minutes, Ash, my body was vibrating with energy. My, I could finally feel my heart. My mind felt clear. And I was like, what is this? I felt high, like completely high. I'm like, this is incredible. High and on your own supply. Not on your own <laughs> supply. And and so I I I got up from that class and I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been trying to do all of these things to feel my intuition. And all I had to do was breathe to get there. And so I start, so I used work to heal myself from disordered eating. Then I started to use breath work to help my clients once I started hungry for happiness years later. And then two years ago, I, I was like, this needs to be its own thing. And so that was sort of the birth of, pause breathwork. So it's been a journey. And I really do believe that breathwork is the next yoga, the next meditation. It's the next thing because it works. It's so effective. And especially for the individual who says, I can't meditate because their brain is too busy. Breathwork is the perfect solution for that. Mm,
0: okay. So what, can you kind of give a picture of like, what is it? Because when I think of breathwork, I think of like a Lama's pregnancy class almost. <laughs>
1: Isn't that, isn't that a form of breath work? Yeah, definitely. So so there's breath work for relaxation and then there's breath work for transformation. So breath work for relaxation is things like box breathing or, you know, like in through the nose, hold, out through the mouth, hold. It it would be things like just pranayama, like the breath we use in yoga, right? Breath to movement. It's gentle. It doesn't take us into an altered state of consciousness, right? So if we want to regulate our nervous system, if we're in that sympathetic fight or flight nervous system, we're feeling anxious, we can use breath work for relaxation in those moments, 90 seconds to three minutes to sort of calm ourselves down. Then we have breath work for transformation, And so this is more of a meditative style of breath work where we release the mind and we kind of go into an altered state of consciousness where the breath is actually going into our body, unbinding, unlocking a lot of stuck energy in our system so that we can bring in more well-being into the body. Now, this is a really challenging thing to do when when we're thinking about it. And that's so much of how personal development is set up right now is we are constantly thinking about how to feel better. Right. So I used to be so addicted to personal development and the consumption of personal development. I'd read all the books. I would do all the things. I'd hire all the coaches and nothing was quote unquote working because I wasn't actually getting into my body and shifting it at a deeper level. And so with breath work, we don't have to logically think about, okay, what do I need to heal and et cetera, et cetera. The body and the breath does it for us, which is a beautiful thing. And so when we bring ourselves into that state and we use our breath, what's actually happening is our mind is releasing. Now, that's a really important thing to note because what stops us from progressing and what stops us from the journey of personal development and spiritual development is our mind because our mind has so many protectors that are constantly protecting our experience. So don't feel your emotions could be a protector that you have. So if we are trying to meditate or do personal development, we got to feel, we got to get into our bodies. But if we have this strong protector that's saying, don't get into your body, that it's going to be really, really challenging to do that. So when we breathe, the mind relaxes, we get to really integrate into our bodies, feel into our bodies. And that's where the work truly begins. So that's sort of like a overview, high level.
0: Mm, And I know that this idea of like breathing and transforming yourself, loving yourself, using it as a modality, perhaps instead of, or with meditation, there's different research behind it. And I know that last time I heard, and I'm going to butcher this, so thank God you're here, Sam, because I'm pretty sure there's something about capsules in the brain that release with breath work. So capsules. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I would love to understand what is going on in a person's brain when their breath works. Mm. How long do you do it? How often do you do it? What's the rhythm? Because yeah. one thing I've been really getting into throughout quarantine, especially is my morning routine. Mm. Like, um, lately I've been meditating, you know, having my little Organifi smoothie. Do you ever use them? Organifi? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love what them. do you use? Their shit is everything.
1: Uh, I use, so every, probably like five times a week, I use like the greens powder in the morning, just cause it's so simple. And we're, we're living in the mountains right now. So like access to green juice here is just non-existent. So that stuff is just amazing in the morning. And then dude, their chocolate gold is like, holy crap. Amazing. That's That's like my little nighttime thing. (laughs) That's so funny. You're saying that
0: because that's the one. So everybody on the podcast, I feel like you must've heard that there are a new sponsor, which is super exciting. And the, the chocolate gold is the one that I just emailed them. Like, I want to try this one because the gold is really good too. Hmm. Um, well, anybody shameless plug, if you guys want to get Organifi products, I think there's a promo code that you get at the beginning of the episode, but um, the code is U-turn when you check out it's Organify.com slash U-turn Y-O-U-T-U-R-N. Um, but Sam, yeah, I feel like morning routine is huge. Like for me having meditation, having my smoothie, that's been like a game changer for my focus for my day, you know, like, uh, what are, how are you weaving breath work into your morning routine?
1: So. When I dream at night, my brain is super busy. So when I wake up, I already feel anxious. It's like this, um, my dreams kick up a lot of emotion and it could be, you know, good emotion as well, but just a lot of stuff. So I wake up and my body's already like, oh my gosh. It's, I'm already in that sort of sympathetic fight or flight as soon as I wake up, most mornings. So five minutes of breath work every single morning is like my I have that with my cup of coffee. <laughs> so Really 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 simple the The breath pattern that I do in the morning is more of an energizing one there's breath patterns for relax there 's breath patterns that will relax us that I do in, in the evening and then there's breath patterns that will energize the body so the one that I do in the morning is called the triactive breath, which is a three part breath and it 's only through the mouth and it it sounds like this. <sighs> So two breaths in, one breath out. So in into the belly up into the chest and out through the mouth. So I'll do that for 5 minutes, then Can I'll
0: do it, it one more time.
1: Yeah, so. So what what are the first two breaths you sucking in? Yeah, so suck in the energy into your belly on the first first breath, up into the chest on the second, and then out through the mouth on the last one. So it's like belly, chest, out. Yeah. 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 And it's really, it's so powerful. And when we do that in a continual breath loop, we call it, it allows us to just really sink into our body. We clear a lot of the the stagnant energy, the residual anxiety from our dreamland, and we can get to a, a place of just clarity and well being. So after the five minutes, take a deep breath in through the nose and then hold at the top, <clears throat> hold the breath at the top for as long as you can then release and go into a meditation. I I cannot do meditation before breath work, but after breath work, it's the easiest thing for me to get into. Um, so that that's for all, for, for all my people who say I can't meditate, do breath work first before you meditate and it's so much easier. Um, so what is five minutes? You'll literally just sip your morning coffee and then just do those breathing movements. Do you do any generally? Because I remember when we were in Bali, you were breathing like- You were in it and then you would journal in the morning when we woke up. Yes. So, so I do the breath first thing. So I do my breath, my breath, hold a little meditation. Then I will journal out my, I call it morning pages. So I basically just do like a brain dump and heart dump of everything that's on my mind, on my heart, like any anxiety, any thought at all don't judge it. Just write it down. Even if, even if it's like, it's like the craziest thought, just write it down, just get it out of your system. So that would be like the first couple pages of my journal. Then I write, uh, my gratitudes for the day. So what am I grateful for? Um, then the last bit of it is my, is my goals. So what are my, what are like my quarterly goals? What are my yearly goals? And like, what do I want to accomplish today? Um, and that's sort of like my journaling uh, aspect of it. And then I do, you know, my card readings and, you know, actual reading and I'll, I'll go for a walk and listen to something inspiring. But, um, that morning piece is, is, of breath work is like so key. And then at the, at the end of my day as well, I do the same thing, but a different breath pattern to kind of clear my day, release the energy from my day, especially if it's been a stressful day or there's just lots going on so that I can sink into sleep a lot easier.
0: Mm, okay. And as far as the research goes on breathwork, like what is happening in somebody's brain or what is happening in somebody's body when they're doing this? And also don't you have like a free audio or something like that? Can you tell people where they can find that
1: thing? Yeah, definitely. So if you go to pausebreathwork.com slash free audio, uh, there's a link there and you can get, um, you can, you can try it out. Oftentimes people say like, what is breathwork? And I'm like, just experience it and you'll know, but I want to explain to you sort of what happens in the brain. So as we, breathe, we are activating our limbic system. Now the limbic system is responsible for our memory and our emotions. So a lot of times people will say to me, Sam, why am I, why do I feel things when I breathe? And why do I, why am I remembering this moment from my childhood? Well, what the, what the brain and the body do is we suppress a lot of uh, trauma. And when I say trauma, it doesn't have to be like the severity, like the far end of the spectrum. Trauma can be like someone says that you're not included at school and you can internalize that. That can be a moment that's frozen in time in your body. And we can sometimes get stuck in those moments. So if you were not included on the playground when you were seven years old, that moment could be frozen in time for you. And you have not yet processed that. And then say you're 30 years old and someone doesn't invite you to a birthday party or whatever. It could trigger that same memory. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this is why this is why when we're doing breath work, it's so incredible for releasing trauma, letting go of all of this suppressed emotionality that's just stuck in our body. I call it emotionally constipated. When we are when we are going throughout our human experience, we will take in traumatic events and things will really affect our system on a deep level, we will not process it, meaning screaming, crying, letting go, shaking, releasing the energy. So it just stays stuck in our body, which has a huge impact on how we do life and how we view life. And so when we can we, when we can use the breath, activate that limbic system, get into the body, begin to clear out a lot of the stress, the anxiety, the tension, the sadness, the grief, we get back to bringing, we get back to more well, Being meaning the state that our body just wants to be at when we're not trapped with trauma. And if you're human, you're traumatized. That's just the narrative. That's you know that's just how it is. And and again, it doesn't mean that you have had a really bad childhood and a lot of bad things have happened to you. But there's micro traumas that exist in our system, and sometimes we don't even know. You know, like something can happen in your day to day, and you can get super triggered, and your logical mind will be like why am I even mad about this? But it's so much deeper because the body keeps score on everything that happens. And so when we activate that limbic system, we have more access to our memories and emotions. We have more access to feeling into our body. And through the process of feeling, we heal. So we got to feel into those, those places so that we can begin to heal heal them. And so what we're essentially doing is we're shifting from a sympathetic fight or flight uh, operating system into a parasympathetic where we're activating the vagus nerve and allowing ourselves to, to just have more strength when it comes to, to, um, to our emotions. And so the more that we do breath work, we increase our vagal tone, which allows us to do this more effectively. Mm, so interesting. Okay.
0: turners I have a quick but important interruption here I really want to acknowledge that during these uncertain times we have got to focus on upping our immunity and staying Well, if your physical body is limited, it's no secret that it gets really tough to be creative and live your purpose. And for a while, I felt a lot of fear that I or somebody I loved would catch COVID-19. And now I realize it is really time for all of us to shift our focus onto simply becoming as healthy as possible so that we're not impacted by anything that's floating in the air. And that is why I was so inspired to contact Organifi because I am really obsessed with their green juice product and their protein in the mornings and really just all their products. So I'm really touchy about promoting things to you. And I can say with a full heart that their green juice is the secret sauce to my afternoon slump. So all you got to do with their green juice powder is add water to it. It has 11 superfoods in it, everything from ashwagandha, which is used in Ayurvedic medicine in India to Moringa, which is an herb that keeps your skin glowing and detoxifies your body. It's organic. I just love their green juice so much. I asked them to give me a- a discount code for all their products that you could weave them into your daily routine to and upgrade your health. So just head on over to Organifi.com backslash U-turn. That's spelled O-R-G. A-N-I-F-I dot com backslash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N. So make sure you enter your U-turn code at the checkout on their website so you can get that 15% off. I am so obsessed with their products. I can't wait to hear how it goes for you. Now back into our episode. Um, I know that, you know, when it comes to doing breath work, there's different types. So you were talking about like two breaths and like one through your belly, one through your chest and then out, which sometimes I know it's probably not like a natural thing until people get into like a bit of a flow. Mm -hmm. Um, what are, what are some types that you rely on and do they come from different parts of the world? Like where did breath work begin? Mm. So
1: people have been, I mean, if we, if we go back to like the beginning of time, if we Mm -hmm. think about our breath, so breath in Latin means spirit. And so we can really tap into our spirit, like our spirit is our breath and we've just become such shallow breathers. So breath work has been, has been, you know, here since the beginning of humans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we were created with the ability to manage our nervous systems, to decrease suffering through breath work. We've just completely forgotten, completely mm. forgotten. There's a lot of beautiful practices in even Buddhism. You know, Buddhism does a lot of breath when they pray. They do certain breath patterns when they pray. And, you know, the Western cultures have not yet adapted this practice um, as much as we, you know, we we have access to this incredible thing that can help dramatically decrease anxiety and suffering, but we're 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 not yet using it in the way that it should be used. So that's the whole mission with pause is to just mainstream it and let people know, listen, like you are so incredibly powerful. Like we have the ability to really heal ourselves. Like our bodies are the healers. Like we, so often we are trying to outsource healing and Mm. there's, there's a lot to be said about, you know, you know, you and I are both huge advocates of coaching. There's a lot to be said about coaching and that co-nourishment relationship where we're really healing each other in the coaching container. And there is so much healing that can be done with the self, like self to self versus self to other. And we don't acknowledge it. We don't see it because we haven't experienced it. And so part of why I love breathwork so much is because I'm like, if I am in an anxious state, I know I actually don't need anything outside of myself. I need to sit down in silence, use my breath and let my breath do the work because I know my breath knows how to heal my body. And, you know, 10 years ago, I was, I was, I would get anxious and I would outsource that right away. Okay. What can I do? What can I, can I, should I exercise? Should I work harder? Should I use food? Should I call someone? Should I, you know, and, and I was giving away my power by not realizing that I am my own drug. Like I have the medicine that my body needs in order to heal. Mm, So powerful. Mm.
0: And I, I know that when somebody kind of gets started with it,
1: what would you say is the most commonly used or the most easy to use? So my suggestion for everyone, they start breath work is don't go balls to the walls right away. Um, we want to increase our tolerance for feeling so many people have been conditioned to not feel. And so this is why we're living reactive fear-based lives is because we are just living in our heads essentially. So a breath pattern that is just really simple is called the halo active, which is in through the nose and out through the mouth. And there's just a, an intention on the inhale and the exhale, (sighs) (sighs) just even doing that for 90 seconds and just then doing it for 90 seconds and then asking yourself, okay, how does this feel? Can I go a little bit deeper? Breathwork is intensified by duration and by speed and by depth. So we can always pull on those levers to intensify the, the journey. But at the end of the day, what we really need to be mindful of is your body knows what to do. And you just have to keep checking in. Can I go a little bit deeper? I sometimes see people their first time, and this was my experience, the first time I did breath work, although it was an incredible experience, it was intense as hell. It was so intense because I just, they just put me on like the highest dose, if if you know what I mean, um, where they, Mm -hmm. the music, like musicality our, our, our emotionality is really sensitive with music, especially in that space. And so the music playing was like these like, like drum, which my, my system was reacting to because we're so open in the breathwork space. And so using something just gentle. So you understand, oh, this is what energy feels like when it flows through my body. Oh, this is what my intuition feels like. Oh, this is what it feels like to actually emote when I breathe. So when we, when we breathe we relax the mind which means we have deeper access to the emotionality that needs to be processed in our body so we can very easily cry we can very easily shake or or even yell or scream and the the, the most the thing that i say to all my students is don't make meaning around why you're emoting just let yourself go through that process. So often we want to put emotion in a box. I feel anxious because of this or I feel angry because of this. And when we can release the the addiction to doing that and we just let the body process without putting it in a box or labeling it, the process of healing the body becomes so much easier.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. Like I don't know what it is, but I think in the therapy or even personal development space sometimes we want to understand why something is happening and sometimes I think that what you're saying here is so key. It's like Sometimes it doesn't matter why it's happening or where it came from. It just matters that you look at it and heal. You know? Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like when I take my card of mechanic and it's broken, like, I don't care why it's broken. Like, I don't know what a fucking carburetor is. I don't, I don't need to know. All I need to know is that I, it, I just want to fix it. You know what I'm saying? And so like, oftentimes we can ruminate so much on like, well, why am I like this? And why is it like this? And, blah, blah. and, and we're, that's just a job for the ego. And it's not actually going towards healing. So I, I, I do believe context in a lot of situations is really powerful. Like, okay, this is the context of it. But when we get into like the, the, the details and we're just spinning in the details of the, of the why the mind is just distracting. That's another way that we distract ourselves from healing the body or, or the ego rather is very creative in finding ways to distract and delete and distort information so that we just don't go there. So interesting. And what is there like the audio that you offer? Is
0: that the, way for somebody to get started with breath work? Or is there a certain type that you're like, this is so easy. And then there's others that are more complicated and do all of them bring out the same healing or are some that are perhaps more complex or more masterful or require more skill, Mm -hmm. um, give you more like, how does somebody kind of choose? Because to me, it's already a lot for somebody to do five minutes with a cup of coffee because it's new and anything new is
1: always resistant. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you suggest with that? I would honestly suggest like the lowest hanging fruit and the easiest thing would be so every single morning, Monday to Friday at eight o'clock AM on the pause breathwork Instagram, my team, my facilitators do breathwork with our community. And so those sessions are really gentle and they're really supportive to people who've never done breathwork before. And they're, they're quick. They're easy. So if you want to add, if you don't feel comfortable doing it on your own and you want to be guided by someone who is a trained facilitator, I would just hop onto the Pause Breathwork Instagram and just tune into one of those 8 a.m. sessions and just let yourself be guided by a facilitator. So they can kind of talk you through it. And I think that's a really, really great place to start, especially if you're someone who, like myself, felt a lot of numbness and anxiety when you first started doing breath work, bringing in that much energy into the system might feel a little bit untethering for you. So doing it in the presence of someone else who's guiding you um, is really powerful. So that's a a great place to start. And if that feels really good on your body, then go deeper with that free audio that I gave you because that's a little bit longer. Okay, what am I
0: now asking you about breath work that I really should have been asking you?
1: Ooh, hmm that's a
0: great breakthrough. Like, cause, and by the way, anybody who's listening, it's so funny. I'm asking you, like, I'm this toddler being like, what is this? I've experienced it. Not only have I been facilitated by you, Sam, cause I know you did a group and I was in a large group, mm-hmm. but also, um, I did breathwork and in chapter 12 of the U-turn book, I actually talk about how one of the biggest breakthroughs of my life came through breathwork. I don't even know if I talked to you about this. I probably did, mm-hmm. but I was at um I was in Colorado with um Sarah Pendrick and Natalie Ellis and a couple others. And do you remember that trip? Did I ever mention that I to you? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll never forget them doing breath work and Alyssa Nobrega was there and me thinking to myself, like, okay, all of these girls do breath work and I'm the one that kind of jogs at best. You know, ever since it wasn't until recently that I started getting really into my wellness because of COVID, I just got really inspired to be like, okay, I need to stop being afraid of catching this and start getting into like immunity, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, just why I'm using all these products, Organifi, whatever have you like morning supplements that are really helping a lot. But I remember waking up and then being like, we're doing breath work. And I just had like this crying experience where I was just in tears at like two minutes into the breath work. And that's one thing I think is really powerful about it is people seem to have their experience of it immediately. It's not like Holy. you have to breathe in half hour to find something that you want to release. Mm-hmm. And, if you, and and that's why now, even Sam, when I see like an hour breath work class at my meditation place, I'm like, that's terrifying because three minutes in, I'm already melting. Mm. You know, I can't imagine who I would be in an mm-hmm. hour class. mm mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I had this huge breakthrough. Um, and it was after Natalie and Alyssa and all the girls were talking about their business model and how they want to do business. And I was sitting there like, and something didn't feel right. And I didn't know what it was inside of me. And then we did breath work. And what I realized that was really coming up after all of the tears was that I have the same type of business as those girls and who I love. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to create the same type of business that they're creating. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be that creative writer for the rest of my life and that creative person. Mm. And that was the breakthrough that was coming through. And I think I had a lot of childhood memories of me trying to be somebody else throughout the breath work and just kind of, I don't know, it definitely took me into a different state. Um, What do you think it is that some people experience a lot of like, like painful memories, but then also there's like this feeling of being blissed out. Like I wasn't necessarily blissed out. I I did have a breakthrough though. Like, is there separate experiences that you've seen people have?
1: Yeah, Ash, every single breathwork session is completely different. And so it's such a practice of surrender and letting the body do the work and us being just the receivers of whatever healing or breakthroughs that we will or will not have. So... There's times where my breathwork sessions are not at all emotional, but they're very physical, meaning my body sort of cramps up and and then it releases. It'll it'll get like really tight, which is essentially the body is going through a contraction to release energy that's in the system, but I won't cry, I won't emote, I won't have memories like nothing will be uh, emotional about it. Then there's other times where it's very emotional and I don't feel any of the physical, you know, tetany or, or, or cramping or tightness or tingling or, or dizziness, but I'll, I'll just ball my eyes out the entire time. And so it really depends and it, it depends what the body needs. And then also the way that pause is set up is music is such an important piece of it. Intention is such an important piece of it. And then the breath itself is such an important piece of it. So every single emotion is connected to a breath. Pattern. So the breath pattern for relaxation is. Right. And then the breath pattern for anxiety is more of this like chesty, rapid, chaotic, like <sighs> very shallow. Right. So mm-hmm. so we can actually hack our emotional systems through the breath that we choose to use. And so the way that our journeys are set up at pause is they're very specific to the outcome that people want. So um our app that's coming out in a few months, you go on there and you can choose what do I want to tap into? Do I want to release comparison? Do I want to release anxiety? Do I want to process anger? Do I I want to, whatever outcome you want, the journey is set up through the music, the intention and the breath for that particular thing. So for instance, releasing anger is going to have a more intense breath pattern and the music is going to be more like drums and beats and tribal. And then the mantra and the intention is going to be like, I release all rage that does not serve my body. That's just an example so mm. it really depends on so yeah people get confused with breathwork they're like okay where do i start and how do i do this and how do i know which one is for me and so the way that we've designed the software is for people just to go on and be like okay how am i feeling right now and how can i align my what i desire to a track that is most suitable for me right now mhm mhm so powerful to listen to this and Like
0: when did you really start getting into breath work? Because I know, and and can you talk a little bit about your business and like how you're supporting people with it?
1: Yeah. So yeah. So 10 years ago is when it started, when my whole journey started, I had no intention of ever creating a business with it. I just thought that this is something that I'm obsessed with and Helped me heal my eating disorder, and so I just wanted to do it myself. And then I started to um, be just so obsessed with it and took every single certification on the planet. Um, and ten years ago, like no one was talking about breathwork. Now it's slowly starting to have a voice. So I did all the certifications, and then years ago I was like, man there's there's key things missing from every single certification that I did. What would it look like if I just created my own? And so um, that's what we did is we created a facilitator training where the, the, the facilitator training is perfect for health coaches, wellness coaches, personal trainers, but also people who are just wanting to bring this work into the world you know, maybe they were working in a corporate job for their whole life. And they're like, man, I want to do something that's more fulfilling. So they'll take our training, they'll add breath work into, you know, into what they do. So that's like our main, uh, core offer is the facilitator training, which, which we run twice a year and it's a six month training. So it's a really in-depth training. It's not like a little quick and dirty thing on a weekend. And then for people who don't want to do the facilitator training but they just want to go on a breathwork journey, we have a a 6 week course called The Journey which walks you through breathwork and how breathwork works and it goes into trusting yourself, following your intuition, you know, releasing comparison, um really tapping into your truth. So that is a combination of videos, audios and workbooks and then in a few months, we have the pause breathwork app coming out, which is essentially going to be headspace, but for breathwork.
0: Oh my gosh. So incredible. We've been head down working on this Mm -hmm. and, and for all of the people out there right now who are thinking about weaving this into their lives and maybe they're meditating. Do you feel like meditation is for one person and breathwork is for
1: another, or they should just switch over? That's such a good question. So for me personally, I love meditation, but I do it in conjunction with breath work. I don't do meditation on its own because my brain is just so, you know, you know what my brain's like. My brain's just a yeah, little all 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 it. all 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 Airlines. Yeah, on. I well, definitely. I forgot that I called you that.
0: Skilly Airlines. You are, you fly away real quick. But it's good. I mean, you're like one of the most high functioning entrepreneurs that managed to also fly away in the middle of something. It's really <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god yeah my brain's all over the place I've got like I've got like every adD ADHD situation I mean this is all self-diagnosed but I'm pretty sure this is true um oh uh, <laughs> so it really takes a lot for me to focus on one thing so this is why breath work I, I I do it in the morning I do it in the evening but I also do it like throughout my day you know if Eric's like babe you're like all over the place I'm like okay cool <laughs> let me just like take three minutes and like Center myself because it, it happens so immediately so I use breathwork in conjunction with meditation. Um, Yeah. And, and breathwork allows us to just go deeper into that meditative space. I would say for like, who should not do breathwork. If you're pregnant, don't do breathwork. Some people will say it's fine, but I don't. The reason why is because we release a lot of emotion in the system. And like, that's obviously going right into the baby. And I, I just, I just don't recommend it personally as a professional. So if you, if you are, you know, fall into the, the the pregnant category, or if you know, you've had a ton of trauma in your life that you've never, ever, ever even looked at, I would not start with breath work um, because it gives you access to your body so quickly. And that might be re-traumatizing for someone who's never, ever, ever looked at their trauma at all. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So it sounds like it's it's such a deep journey that it's, it is not
0: for everybody, but it seems mm. like powerful if somebody wants to go in and like really heal things that are keeping them back. Um, well, this has been amazing and it's always good to have a really good friend on the show. Thank you so much for being you. Where can everybody find you or if they want to sign up for your Training, like tell us all of the things.
1: Yeah. So if you go to pausebreathwork.com, that'll be all things breathwork. You can download the free audio. You can do the journey if you're called to that. Um, And then hungryforhappiness.com is where you can pre-order the book and all things hungry for happiness exist there. And then I'm super active on Instagram. So it's just at Samantha Skelly, my first and last name. And uh, that's where you can find me.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm smelling. This has been such a little treat beyond Skelly Airlines for this long. Oh,
1: oh, man, Ash, I love you. I miss your face.
0: Hey, friends, it's Ash here, and I am just reflecting on the episode with my girl, Sam Skelly. She is so amazing, and I I'm going to commit, I think, as a result of this conversation to swapping out my morning meditation for some breath work for the next week and just see what it does. I almost think some part of me is kind of intimidated by it because I have had such massive breakthroughs when I've taken breath breath work classes. And I did a little research on it. And there was a study in 2017 that was published and it did 20 different breath work training sessions for participants over eight weeks. And it found that their stress cortisol Hormone was way lower than those who did not receive the training, so what this study really proved was that the breath work when you commit to it lowers your stress outside of the breath work outside and throughout the day at all times and um there's so many different modalities and ways that we can you know, manage our stress. And this is just one of them. And I find it to be really powerful. And then also in 2001, there was a study that showed that practicing breath work to music for 10 minutes a day is just an effective non-pharmacological way to reduce blood pressure. So there's just so much here. It can reduce symptoms of depression, especially when it's paired with other treatment, be it yoga or therapy. University of Pennsylvania studied it. So I think that there's really something here, obviously, and really, really powerful to, Work on. And in the meantime, whether you're doing breath work or meditation or journaling or anything, I just kind of want to go back to one of my favorite new topics, especially during quarantine and COVID 19, which is just this idea of morning routine and creating structure for yourself. I think all of us are at home, living with partners, doing the best we can as people navigating, you know, a pandemic. And there's so much stress and anxiety on our system. We might not even notice that it's there, but it is so present. And it's this ongoing ache, I think, in so many of us. And so whether you want to try breathwork or something, I just can't encourage you enough to ask yourself, like, how do you want to feel going into your day? And what can you start to do to feel more of that? Uh, and, and, And even check in with yourself right now. Like, how stressed are you on a scale of one to 10? So for me outside of quarantine, I would say my stress levels out of 10, like 10 being very, very stressed is probably like a a three, like basic life stress, like, you know, getting, you know, showing up for clients or making sure that I have my speaking engagement prepared. And I have a trip next week, that kind of stress, just like living my life. But ever since COVID hit, I would say my stress is like a seven, like really, really high. Like I think living in the constant fight or flight of wondering if everybody you love is healthy, if you're healthy, having, it's not just about putting on a mask as you walk out the door. I think it's about what the mask does subconsciously to your mindset. And it's, it's this constant reminder that you're not, that there's a threat to your health outside your front door. And I think that that kind of stress on the system, you just can't underestimate what it can or can't be doing to you. And it's just so important to tend to yourself So can't recommend her breathwork audio enough. I tried it. It was amazing. She knows what she's doing. And I'm just so grateful she was on the show. And of course, grateful that you're listening. So thank you so much for being here. Can't wait to connect with you next week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the U-Turn podcast. If any of our guests mention any resource that you're interested in, you can head on over to ashleystahl.com and press the podcast tab to see any show notes. It's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-T-A-H-L.com. On that page, you're also going to see our brand new free quiz helping you discover which career path you're actually meant for. It's followed by tons of content-packed emails about your personality in the workforce, and of course we just can't thank you enough for your written reviews these reviews mean a lot for our show to keep getting out there so if you ever send me a dm on the gram and i'm so grateful that you have i would love it if you would copy and paste that into the podcast app of your smartphone as a written review it would mean so much for us over here at the show thanks again for being here and i can't wait to connect with you next week